This morning, I want to talk about life in Jesus. And as I talk about life in Jesus, um, I think about the scripture where Jesus said that he came in John, where he came to, to give life and give it to the full. And I always have a hard time describing that to people. How do you describe that life to people? And I don't know exactly, but Mitchell had an amazing word uh, this week when I was talking to him. It wasn't his original thought, though, so it's actually good. He, he heard it somewhere. <laughs> but he was talking about how before we know Jesus, before we receive him, we're living but it's kind of like we're just animated. It's kind of like life is a cartoon. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can watch a cartoon on television and there are characters and they're moving around, but they're just like a, a, a shadow of something. They're not really living. And what I've discovered, and I didn't know this until really receiving Jesus, but what I've discovered is that after receiving Jesus, it's like walking out of a cartoon and living fully. So I just want to share that with you this morning because maybe you've never experienced Jesus and you hear this and, and you don't know what it's about and you will not know what it's about until you take that step of faith and receive Him. But I just want to say to you, if you feel like you're walking around in a cartoon, God has something more for you. And you can't experience it until you step in. But there's also something I want to share with you about that. If you've stepped into that or if you haven't, part of living the fullness of that life is learning to sacrifice. And the reason I want you to hear that is because of this. There are so many people that have been told or misunderstood that sacrifice is part of it, and so they don't walk that out, and because of that, they miss out on the fullness of life that God wants to give them. Now, sacrifice is not easy, okay, but... What I want to tell you this morning and share with you is that it's worth it. It's worth it. When you walk through the sacrifice that God asks of you, and I want to say that, it's not about just sacrificing. It's about something that God asks of you. And I want to tell you this morning that that was the path of Jesus. And if you are going to follow Jesus, He's going to ask it of you. And for all of us, it's going to be a little different. It's not going to be all the same. God may ask you to make a sacrifice that He doesn't ask of me. Okay, God, in uh, His Word and throughout history, has asked some people to give their lives, their physical life. He may not ask that of you. He may ask it of you. But, the one thing that is the same is that God will ask things of us. He will ask us to give our life to Him, okay? But in doing so, you are going to experience a life that you've never known. I want to go to a scripture this morning that is uh, familiar to many of you. And the scripture I want to look at this morning, many people get caught on the first verse and that's all they see. But 
I really don't want to focus on the first verse of what we're looking at today. I really want to look at the last few verses. The scripture we're going to look at this morning is found in Matthew, and it's chapter 5, beginning in verse 27. I'm only going to read through verse 30, so it's a small portion here. This is Jesus talking, and I'm going to read the first two verses as a context. But again, I don't want you to get stuck on that. I really want you to pay attention to the last verses here. It says, You have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Now, here's where I want you to really pay attention to what he says. So, so what do you do with that, okay? Okay, so he, he's saying that, you know, um, that this is sin, and he's saying, he, he's really showing you how difficult it is to walk in purity here. But then, here's what he says. How do we do that? He says, so if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out, throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to be thrown into hell. So he's talking about if you're going to walk in freedom, you've got to be really serious. His point here isn't gouge out your eye. That's not his point. His point is you got to take it really seriously. And you've got to make sacrifices if you're going to walk in freedom in this. Because many people read this and they're like, oh, geez, there's no hope for me. No, there is hope for you. There's hope in Jesus. God gives grace. But hear me, you must make sacrifice. Now, this next verse He's going to restate what he's saying, but he's also going to apply this to everything. Because once again, we read this section and all we think about is the adultery part. I don't want you to get focused on that because this applies to so many things in our lives. The next verse, he says this, And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off, and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. So notice he doesn't just talk about the adultery piece here. He's talking about anything. Anything that that any kind of sin. If you are having a struggle with sin, he's saying this. You may be asked to make sacrifices. And the reason I want you to hear this is because of this. We have this idea that if we're struggling with anything, we can just ask God for deliverance and boom, you've got it and you're not going to struggle anymore. Sometimes God will do that. Sometimes you can pray, God, give me deliverance and he's just going to give you deliverance. But sometimes like Paul, you're going to say, God, take this away. God, take this away. God, take this away. And he's going to say, my grace is sufficient. But when he says his grace is sufficient, here's what he's going to do with that. He's going to show you the path that you must walk to walk in freedom. 
But I want you to know that that path is always going to include sacrifice, but I want you to know it's worth it. We've all got different struggles, but the cure is the same. It's sacrifice. You know, for my family, there have been some things that have been handed down to me that maybe you don't struggle with. And some of you may not know this. One of the things that's been handed down through my family line is obesity. Obesity is a major issue in my family. I watched my father struggle with it his entire life. He used to say to me that people my size don't live that long. And he struggled and he struggled. I watched him struggle with walking, living, and eventually it came to a point that complications of that took his life. And I can remember looking at that as a young person, and as a really young person in grade school, I didn't have any struggle like that. And so, you know, I just, I don't know, I, I really couldn't relate to it. But I remember that in about junior high, early junior high age, my mom decided to go to work. She had been a stay-at-home mom, but she decided to go to work. And part of what she would do when she came home is she was always bringing home these outdated hostess fruit pies and stuff and putting them in the freezer. Well, as a kid in junior high, you get home from school and what do you want to do? You want to eat, right? So I would go right to the freezer and I would pull those things out and I would just start eating. And it wasn't long before I started to get this belly on me. But even though I had this belly on me, I wasn't really filling out yet. You know, I hadn't hit that place yet. And I remember we had this kid move down south here from Chicago and move into our town. And he was one of those kids that hits puberty early. You know what I'm talking about? He starts getting muscle and all that. One day we're in the locker room and he laughs and he says, you know what, Packer, you look like a butterball turkey. You got the belly, the little limbs. And obviously I still remember that today <laughs> at age 46. And it was about that time that I decided, you know what, I'm not going to be that guy. I am not going to allow obesity to rule my life. Because it wasn't something that just affected my father. It was throughout our family. And so I made a commitment that that wasn't going to happen to me. But here's what I want to tell you. That has come with sacrifice. Okay? And that sacrifice sometimes frustrates me when I see some of you. Because some of you can relate to me. But some of you, your diet is like, you're like a human garbage disposal. I mean, you eat whatever you want, as much as you want, and maybe you have like a little spare tire, but it doesn't dominate you. I can't do that. I love ice cream. There was a time when my kids would joke that I couldn't drive by a Dairy Queen without pulling in because I love ice cream. I ate it every day and usually multiple times a day. 
I love ice cream. I haven't touched ice cream in over a year now because my body is slowing down more and more and more. But here's my point. Why do I do that? Because I've seen what the other can do. And here's my point. That's a physical thing, okay? And we're going to get into the spiritual here. God has shown me how I can walk in freedom, okay? Uh, food doesn't have to rule me. I don't have to endure the consequences that I watched others endure in my family. But you know what it means? It means sacrifice that some other people don't have to make. But you know what? You've got sacrifices that you've got to make that maybe I don't. We've all got different issues, different things that seek to master us. And what he was saying there is that you're going to have some of those things, okay? It's not just for adultery. You're going to have some of those things. And you've got to make sacrifices that others don't have to make. For some of you, it's alcohol. Like, you can't touch it. You touch it and it will dominate you. For some of you, it's some kind of other substance. You, you, you touch it, you're just going to go crazy. For some of you, pain medication, okay? Some of us, you know, we get hurt, we can take some pain medication, no problem. Some of you, you've got to really watch that because you, you, you'll just go crazy for it. And you can be like, you know, mad about that and so on. But, but here's the deal. And, and you can say, God, take this away. And maybe he will. But not always. We've all got things that seek to dominate us. It can be things like ego. <laughs> For some of us, we've really got to watch our ego. And so we've got to be careful for situations that we step into that will feed our ego. For real. We've got to make sacrifices. We can't just, you know, take an offer or do something that somebody says because it's going to grow our pride and ego to a place that it's going to... And so we may have to make sacrifices to not do something that we could do because it would feed us to the point that, that we, would, we would be dominated by it. Money. Some of us can have a lot of money and it doesn't dominate us. We're not consumed with it. But for some of us, we've got to make serious sacrifices because money will dominate us. I mean, we will just spend and spend and spend and never be content. And so, in order to walk in freedom, we've got to make sacrifices. I mean, the list goes on and on. Fear. Some of us, fear doesn't seek to really master us. I mean, yeah, there are things that, you know, you have a fear of. But for some of us, fear seeks to dominate. And, and, and we've got to be really careful and we've got to make sacrifices in order to walk in freedom. There's another thing that was passed on in my family. My grandfather never knew his father. There was a man that was put in jail uh, when he was young because back in the days when he was born, um, if, if 
you know, a child was born out of wedlock or something like that, uh, going back to the adultery piece, people were put in jail. So there was a man put in jail. But we never knew that man. Um, we thought he was the father, but we really didn't know. Well, in later years, through DNA testing, <laughs> we find out that the man who was my grandfather's father didn't live very far away from us, and he was a married man with a family, and that family never knew that he was actually the father of my grandfather. I found out later in life that there were other people in my family that struggled with similar issues. And so I can remember as a young person, when Nikki and I first got married, that we decided, okay, you know what? We're going to make sacrifices. We're going to have boundaries so that we walk in freedom and the enemy doesn't take something from us here. But you know what? Not everybody has to make the sacrifices that I have to make there. Because for some, it's just not, it's just not a struggle. Now, do I pray for deliverance and so on? Yeah, you better believe it. But you know what? Once again, God doesn't take everything away right now. I don't know the full reasons for it, but part of it is He wants us to learn to sacrifice. He wants us to learn to walk in that. He wants us to learn to walk in His grace and to learn what that looks like. So here's the point. The point is, is that for some of us, we have this this false idea, and so we're missing out on the life that we could live because we have this false idea that we don't have to sacrifice. That, it, you know, it's, it's, it's just, God's just going to take care of it. And then when He doesn't, what are we left with? Well, what we've got to do is we've got to twist the Word. Okay? We've got to twist the Word. Um, and, and, you know, right now we live in a world that says, you know, if, you, if, you, if it feels good, do it, kind of a thing. Whatever you're driven to do, that's the way God made you, just, just go do it. But God's Word says something very different. And I want you to know that if you're following that path, and you're not listening to the Word, you're not experiencing life the way that God wants you to. You're not experiencing a fullness. You're in a prison, you're oppressed, and God wants to set you free. And, and maybe you've prayed about that, and, and again, because it didn't just happen, you just decide to give in to it. I was listening to a person um, compare this uh, recently to, to being a diabetic, for instance. You know, some of you are diabetic. What's that mean? It means you, you have to watch your diet. There are things that you have to do. Now, you can live a full life, but there are certain things that, that you've got to do. You can't just mindlessly eat what you want whenever you want, right? Well, does, could God take that away? He could. Does He always? No, He doesn't. But He can show us the path of freedom. Well, in your spiritual life, it's the same way. Do you want to walk in freedom in your spiritual life? You can. But it means following the path that God has for you, and there are things that He's going to ask you to sacrifice. So, if you are, are chained in something this morning, I just want you to know that you can be set free.
but it means making sacrifices. And it means getting other people involved, helping you walk that out. And that's hard, I know, and you, and you don't want to do it, right? You, you just, you, I mean, all of us want the easier path. We don't want to ask for help. And it, it's so frustrating because I find in order to experience the, the life, the good life that I've found in the Lord, I've got to make sacrifices. I've got to, you know, bring other people into my life. And I hate that stuff because I just, I want to be independent. I want to, you know, do things my way. Uh, I want to take the easier path. And God says, no, no, that's not part of his path. So this morning, if you are struggling in something, if you're being dominated by something, would you let somebody know? Let somebody know that you can trust. Let them pray over you and let them help you walk it out so that you can experience the life God has for you. Don't, don't buy the lie that so much of the world is giving us, telling us that freedom is just giving in to whatever desire you have. No, it's not, okay? And you are going to have desires that are not of God and you're going to have to walk some of those out, and He can give you a path of freedom. But it's going to mean making sacrifices where others maybe don't have to. It's part of it. But you know what? They've got to make sacrifices in places that maybe you don't have to. I pray that you would know a path of freedom today. And if you've never given your heart over to the Lord... Let me know that. Let somebody else know that. Let us walk you through that about what it looks like so that you can stop living in a cartoon and you can begin to live the full life that God intends for you. Father, thank you that you've made that possible, that we can live a full life through Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you have paid for our sins Lord, help us not to, to, to receive that and then to go back to the mud that we were living in. But Lord, you've shown us a path where we can walk in freedom. Uh, Lord, help us to reject the lie that, <laughs> that the mud's not dirty, <laughs> that, that, that we can actually still be clean while rolling around in it, Lord. Help us to accept your truth and then to be willing and to trust you when you show us sacrifices that you're asking of us. Lord, I pray that each of us would live free, empowered lives led by you, Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would stand.